Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, listeners. Welcome to the Rice series by Melting Pot in collaboration with India's largest urban network of public-private partnership schools, Akanksha. With 30 years of serving over 9,800 students from low-income communities, Akanksha now runs 21 government schools in Pune and in Mumbai. With a focus on quality education and holistic development, Akanksha is not only expanding its school network, but it is also reaching out widely and influencing changes in the educational space. We at Melting Pot are privileged to share Kangsha's impact on various levels of the education ecosystem through our RISE series. And we're happy to share with you some such resilient, independent, strong and educated women from Akanksha. I'd like to thank the founder Shaheen Mistri and the leadership team of Akanksha to come on board for RISE, presenting Season 6 of Melting Pot. Hi, today I'm in conversation with Preeti Bagel. Preeti is a alumni from the Akanksha Foundation and uh, she lives in Mumbai. Thank you so much for joining me today, Preeti. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Okay, Preeti. So before I, I understand that you are studying to be a mental health professional, before we talk about that, I just want to get a little bit about your background, which, you know, a little bit about your community, your family, and how you got into the Akanksha education system. So hello, everyone. My name is Preeti. I am 23 years old. And I live in uh, Mumbai, Worli. There is a low-income community, low-income background community over here. Its name is Mariamma Nagar. It is located near Haji Ali. So it's really close to Haji Ali. And my family, I will tell you about my family. My family has six members, my parents and the other siblings. I am the third child in my family. So how did I get into Akansha is... My family, my parents, they have never been to, like, they have never taken a formal education. They've never been to a formal school. So, like, speaking in a very harsh term, I would say they are illiterate. They are educated. They're basically. Yeah. So, yeah. But I won't say they are uneducated. They they are well educated. I mean, they know about things. It's just that they don't know how to read and write, but they know about world things and all of it. So, okay, okay. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when they got married, they both decided that they will make sure that all of their children are taking formal education. And the like my parents, they used to live in my native, which is Madhya Pradesh. And over there, educating girls back then was not a thing. So educating girls was really difficult, but my parents 
decided that no matter what the gender is, we're going to make sure everyone studies. So we shifted to Mumbai after they got married. And then, so Akansha used to do recruitment. They used to come to different communities and share what Akansha does and take students as like they used to admit students to the program. So I was three and a half years old back then, yeah. And Devadidi had come to our uh, community and she was like, we are recruiting students. And some of my friends, my neighbor, she's an elder, she's like one year older to me. She was admitted and I like, she, because she was my friend, I cried and I was like, even I will go because she's going. But because I was too young to be in a school setup or a formal education setup, they still allowed me to come. I was not admitted, but they allowed me to come and sit in the class. So gradually for a year, like I learned things which students learn in kindergarten. So I learned all the nurseries and alphabets and all of these things. And then my parents decided me to like, they decided to put me into a school. So then, yeah, that is how I started my, so my first ever formal education was Akansha Center. Okay. Wow. That's amazing. (laughs) You had a head start over a lot of other kids your age, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I'm like, I'm 23 right now. So it's been almost like 19 years that I am associated with Akansha. Wow, that's amazing. So after you finished your 10th grade, what did you do? After my 10th grade, I like, so in Mumbai, we have, instead of high school, we have junior college. So 11th and 12th grade is known as junior college here in Mumbai. So I got myself admitted into one of these colleges named the Wilson College. It's college near the beach. So then I got into a risk learning program. It's a program which Akansha holds. It's a 1.5 years program, like one and a half year, where they teach you about different social issues systematically. So we have these themes. We take those themes. So we learn about things like poverty, politics, gender, sex, sexuality, everything which we are concerned and we want to learn more about. So there are different facilitators who come and take those sessions. We do so a whole, for a whole year. We learn about that, and then after that one year, we select any one subject, one one topic, and we do a month's internship. Oh. My eleventh grade, I like the whole year I did that with my college. Of course, the college is going, and then this, and then for a month I did an uh, internship with an organization in Population Plus. So my internship was based on gender and gender biases and after that I did a four-month self-project so my self-project was also about gender roles and gender bias for which I, what I did was I selected one of my friends as my partner and then I went to my school the school where I did my 10 years of education I went to that school I had this whole plan for four months I presented the plan to my principal and I told him that I need to do, do this project so I will be needing two days in a week so for two hours I'll come and I'll take sessions on it. So they agreed, but they, because my school is a government school, they agreed, but before they could agree, they wanted me to inform the AO. AO is one of the officials, higher officials from the government. And it is, it takes amount, it takes like two to three months just to get permissions from them. Because I worked in education sector, so I knew so, but then it was so difficult. I, I pleaded to my principal. I was like, I really need to do this project. He's like, see, if you can get the permission, then we will allow you. I know you are our alumni, but still it's just a protocol. Yeah. So then I, luckily, I got the permission within a week. I don't know how. So I just got it. <laughs> yeah. So I did a four-month project with eighth grader students teaching them about gender roles and biases. And then I completed my 12th grade and then I, I studied for BA Psychology, Bachelor's of Arts in Psychology. 
passion to clearly you've you've already in your mind you know the direction that you're going to take which is i would say i don't know if you agree with me or not but i would say that uh, the the kind of values you know and the kind of wholesome education that akanksha may have provided to you as well as of course the fact that your family and your parents would have been very supportive otherwise for you to have accomplished so much in 23 years is quite commendable so what kind of a role do you think akanksha played in this and what kind of a role do you think your family played in this so i would say both of them had a really big role into this i would explain how and why as i told you before my parents have come from a small village in madhya pradesh and because they've been born and brought up over there a lot of their mindset was accordingly their society according to what their society be right so my parents had decided that they will educate us till 10th grade and then we will all be married off that was just what was in their mind when we all were born right but because akansha used to so akansha used to not only teach us but also have meetings with parents in the parents meeting what they did was uh, instead of just giving updates about the students study that was one thing which they did they also used to do a lot of sessions which would enlighten i don't i wouldn't say enlighten but which would create awareness parents, yeah help the parents know about what is happening yeah. around their world right now or how the generation has changed or how they need to change that way so akansha has helped a lot that way because of akansha my parents have a really broad mindset i would say that so they they allowed me to do things right instead of being the way my other uh, relatives are so a lot of my cousins i feel blessed a lot of my cousins are still not allowed to do a lot of things without taking permission from their parents especially if you are a girl you need to ask them that my 10th grade is done can i study ahead they need to persuade yeah. it, like their parents that please let's study but for me it was like it was just an automatic thing okay oh, you are done with it you are schooling now you'll go to college so they have been allowing me to do a lot of things like i told you i did a lot of internships i i have a lot of certificates because i have, i participated in a lot of different activities and my parents have always been fine okay if this helps you bro then please go ahead and do it you're listening to a fusion of stories recounted for the first time ever by some fascinating people from across the globe with me fire on this very unique and special podcast series melting pot and there are times when when my parents would disagree i would take help of my akansha didi so i'll tell them yeah. please please tell my parents and then and they would they would never be like no this, this is not what we get paid for they would never say that it's okay they'll come to my house they'll talk to my parents and then my parents would allow so both of them have played a really big role in my life so also the values which i hold right now right? like i believe like akansha says be the change and i i have i have had this thing in my head for 19 years of my life if there is something which i don't like 
I literally go and try to change it. Like the education system, like what I'm studying right now, I'm planning to pursue child psychology and education. Why? Because I don't like the way we have been educated from like our government schools. I want to change that. Why? Because I have learned that in my branch. If you have a problem with something, instead of sitting and crying about it, make solutions, find solutions, work on it and change it. Simple. Yeah. I mean, it's simple to say it's hard to do, but I think you, yeah, if you're so confident and if you're so sure about it, it, it's, it happens. So yeah, absolutely. And I can see that, you know, when it comes to be the change, you will, you are definitely, I'm sure also very inspiring for all the current Akanksha school students who've you know, seeing you getting connected with Akanksha even after you finished with school. So, um, yes, I'm sure you're very, very inspiring for just like you've been inspired by, I'm sure. And I would like to ask you who at Akanksha has inspired you and who outside of Akanksha has inspired you. I would be curious to know. And also, I want to know about your poetry club. Sure. People who have inspired me, I would say um, mostly my teachers. So some of my teachers have been really an inspiration because a lot of my teachers firstly joined, like Didi's, we used to we call them Didi's. A lot yeah. of our Didi's joined when they were themselves college students. They used to volunteer. A lot of them started volunteering. And then after they completed their education formally, they became permanent teachers, right? A lot of them have inspired me. One of my teachers, I still work with her. Like, like she does not work with Akansha, she's, she's working with a different university. And I also work with that university right now. So I'm still in touch with her. So a lot of my teachers have been a great inspiration because the place where I come from, I have not seen very strong women, right? In my native place, women are not, what they, they, they've never given that power. They do not know that they have, they also have a, like some power. They've always been obedient to their, fathers or husbands or brothers so i've never had any role model per se who is like a strong female so these teachers from akansha they've always been someone whom i have looked up always so one is this and some of my seniors from akansha like like i telling you about my poetry club i i started with my poetry club because of one of my senior okay so he was also my senior in akansha he was also my senior in my school, both, both the places. And he knew that I used to write poetry because I never shared my poetry with anyone. I, I was this really shy person when it came to expressing myself back then, but now I'm not. Now I can express myself. So I, I used to call him Bhai. He does not have any like biological sister. So I used to tie him Rakhi and I used to call him Bhai. So Bhai knew that I, I have already, always written uh, poetry. In 2017, when I was still working in Akansha, I remember... Some of my friends who also write poetry, they came up to me, they came to my house and they said, we are planning to start a gathering where we all can just express ourselves. Then we worked on that for two, three months. And then 17 December, 2017, we did our first gathering. And it was 23 people who came to that gathering and mostly it was friends and family. And then later we just started doing, we, we had just promised that we'll do this 10 gatherings. And if it works, then we'll like that. It is 2021 now. It's been like four years. This is the fifth year going on. Wow. We're still doing show now. Show what we do. It's a so what we do is we write 
we we make posters we upload it anyone and everyone can come it's for free and we do it on public places so like there have been a lot of people who come and express themselves like in different ways they, they write poetry they write stories and my parents have come to show their parents have come to show people have come and express their themselves people have made marrying proposal that show shore has also yeah and then there there have been times when friends i i i remember this clearly because there were these friends who did not speak to each other for 3 years because community planning but then in shore they came and they performed a story, uh, like poetry for each other and then now the friendship is mended it's just a place where people just come and express themselves and there is no language barrier or age or any barrier there's no barrier anybody can come and later like since last two years we also started doing poetry workshops we teach poet like how to write poetry people we define poetry with the audience what is actually poetry because poetry does not have any definition right and last year 2020 we were invited for an international conference show was invited it was the second narrative practice conference organized by umeed organization which works in child development so we did a two day long workshop and we also give a small keynote so we were like really happy wow yeah and that's amazing yeah like so five of us have just been taking short yeah so you've sort of built a community and yeah and it's very interesting how you say that you know a lot it's like an open mic where people people who are shy or who, who don't express themselves normally it just go out there and you know and it flows so i think that's amazing i if if there's a website or if you have you know any links on social media i would love to a chance to have a look at it yes so sure is on instagram facebook twitter and whatsapp okay nice okay so, so if you write the shore mumbai yeah if you if you search for the shore mumbai you will be able to find us and the logo is really simple it's a kettle it's a tea kettle okay black color with has sun wow and why is it a tea kettle because every time we have a shore meeting or a shore gathering we we serve tea and people connect through tea in in mumbai especially it's a thing so yeah <laughs> that's why we have designed a logo ourselves wow that's quite amazing i think yeah even my viewers listeners whoever is tuned in will when you know the episode is published i'm sure they will also want to get on to and this is probably a platform you know that you've just used to also get more people connected to the community it's just been so wonderful talking to you preeti despite the few hiccups that we've had with you know the unstable internet but i think i've really enjoyed this conversation and i'm sure the viewers and the listeners will as well and yeah good luck with your future i'm sure it looks absolutely very very bright and amazing and i'm sure you're going to be very successful at what you you know the path that you've chosen for yourself and i wish you all the very best and i've really enjoyed talking to you thank you so much thank you for inviting me it was it was lovely talking to you thank you for more weekly conversations do listen to melting pot on spotify apple and google podcasts follow us on youtube and on instagram at podcast melting pot So until the next episode this is Pyle signing off 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.